pissed last week because they, they were the bones rattling and coming together and they were the wind blowing around in the bones and they were the prophet standing with arms upraised. There's a lot for imagination, but what has really captured my imagination uh, in the text this week is that breath, the blowing breath. I will put my spirit within you and you shall live. These are the words that have especially captured my imagination and repeated themselves in my brain this past week or so. This story is all about imagination. It is, maybe even in the imagination of the prophet Ezekiel, these images and experiences that are given to the prophet, given to him in a time when the people of God need desperately to hear a word of life and hope in the midst of death. These bones, we hear the text say, are the whole house of Israel. They are in exile. They are experiencing themselves to be cut off. Cut off not only from their land, but from their place of worship, the place where they understand God to be, and cut off even from God altogether. And their cries echo like the Psalms, where we hear, as in Psalm 102, my days pass away like smoke and my bones burn like the furnace. Or in Psalm 33, my strength fails because of my misery, my bones waste away. I am poured out like water and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax melted within me. These are bones of despair. They are dry. They are very dry. Because, as Liam pointed out to me a couple weeks ago, our bones are wet. I mean, think about it. Your bones are wet. So dry bones, that is lifeless bones. And they are very dry. And in the midst of that despair, God says to Ezekiel, Proclaim, I will put my spirit within you and you shall live. Spirit, breath, wind, all in that text, the same word, ruach. We have a different word for each of those in English, but in Hebrew, it's all the same. And in Greek too, spirit, breath, and wind, it's all one. Our very breath. And even more than now, at that time, it, the, it was understood that breath was life. If there is breath in a person, there is life there. Where there is no breath, there is no life. And God is as close, the Spirit of God is close to us as our own breath. Now, I know that Melanie is usually the one to do this, but <laughs> I invite you to take in a breath. Now take another breath and let it out with a sigh. <sighs> I think Mike O'Leary is the one who dubbed that the melanoise. <laughs> Was it Marsha? Oh, Anne Marchand. I'm sorry to have misaccredited mis uh, that. And if you can imagine knowing with each breath you take 
that the Spirit of God is filling you, surrounding you, upholding you, continuing to enliven you. When once you had no breath, no life, no knowledge that God could be present without a home and a place where you have always understood that God dwells, and you hear, I will put my spirit within you and you shall live. This is the same promise that Jesus makes to his disciples. Megan talked last week about Jesus ascending to heaven, his feet dangling in the clouds, and people staring up, slack-jawed. What, what are they supposed to do with no Jesus to follow? They have no home anymore. But Jesus says to them, I will send you another, an advocate. Just wait. Wait on the Spirit, and I will put my Spirit within you, and you shall live. And so they're gathered in one place, and this is what Thalia read. They're gathered in one place, and there's the sound of rushing wind. And they are filled. Sons and daughters and children and adults and people of all ages and genders and status and from all nations, they experience this outpouring as new life enters their midst and they're energized for life following Jesus even though Jesus is absent from them they know in their bones that God's spirit is as big as that wind but as close as their own breath and we what are the dry bones into which we need God to breathe Yesterday, as spiritual leadership gathered, leadership team gathered in our retreat, we shared, as is our practice, our desolations and our consolations. Those experiences in our lives in which we long to see the presence of God, but do not. And the experiences in which we feel deeply the presence and comfort of God, and we are nourished. And many of us shared, as Megan did this morning, the desolation, the overwhelming grief of another school shooting, protests in Gaza, the violence of systems that continue to marginalize and push people to the edges, push people out of homes, the seeming insensitivity of people in power to affect change for the better. dry bones. And as I read Ezekiel, I thought of the literal bones of humans that have been scattered across the desert trying desperately to come into this country where there is hope. Of mass graves in places like Rwanda, where Jennifer was just visiting, of not thousands, but millions. This overwhelming grief of ours calls for a breath. Our own beloved bodies and bones of our own beloved ravaged with illness or grief, longing for rest, this kind of grief calls for a breath. 
I will put my spirit within you and you shall live, says the Lord. In among these dry bones, the spirit is moving. It's rattling. It's causing us to remember there is something here to be resurrected. The Spirit is moving in our midst. And I name first the people being baptized today. The Spirit has moved in your lives. Anna and Kevin and Elizabeth and Thalia and Seth and Liam. The Spirit is moving in you and in us together, bringing you to this moment where we can welcome and receive you. And whether you like it or not, and whether you know it or not, the Spirit will be in you and with you and around you as long as you have breath. The Spirit is moving in our midst in this congregation, in our conversations about being a jubilee people, even when those conversations are hard even when we disagree. The Spirit is moving and causing new life to grow in the new meals we offer families, in the prayers we say over those who are suffering, in the quilts we wrap around our graduates, in the, lesson, <clears throat> the lessons we prepare for Sunday school, in the coffee we make for fellowship. The Spirit is moving. And if we still feel dry and scattered and disconnected, then may the Spirit do as she has meant to do and breathe into you with sighs and groans that are too deep even for your own words. Reaching out in you toward God's people. I will put my spirit within you and you shall live, says the Lord. I will put my spirit within you and you shall live. God's windy presence is in each one of us. May we be reminded with each breath we take an intimate communion that we are each holy, holy vessels for the Spirit of God to breathe through us. Amen. It has been a great honor to work with these folks in preparation for baptism. I had the blessing, and I do say blessing, of gathering with Elizabeth and with Anna and with Kevin.